I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. I am very happy you're here, as always. Today we're going to talk about a topic that nobody wants to talk about. Everybody's got it, nobody talks about it. And that's bloating. And I hear this all day, every day. I've been in practice 38 years. Dr. Joe, I feel fat, I feel bloated. I don't know what it is. I'm eating right or I'm not eating right. And I have this bloating going on. I don't know what it is. Well, we're going to talk about what that is and why it's a warning sign. It's telling you that there's something wrong. And if you ignore it, it can become a bigger problem. And most people think of it as annoying. Some people think of it as funny. Some people think of it as embarrassing. It's a warning sign. It's telling you that we got to get in there and we got to fix something. So that too full feeling you get, your belly starts to stick out, maybe after you ate too much, or maybe it's from the food you ate. Maybe you uh, ate too much salt, too much fat, too much sugar, too much beans. Uh, the gas, the weight gain, the constipation, water retention. Uh, a lot of people say that too. I just retain water. I'm just bloated. Well, again, these are all signs that something's not right. It could be a medical condition. It could be celiac disease. could be Crohn's. could be irritable bowel syndrome, ulcerative colitis. So it can be a very serious issue, and you don't want to just ignore that because these serious issues can uh, spiral out of control and become ultimately even deadly. I mean, it's rare, but that actually could happen too. So some of the reasons why you get that bloating, full fat feeling, uh, one, of course, is gassy foods. I mean, if you're eating things like beans, uh, they're a great source of nutrients. Beans are awesome, but they have uh, a sugar in it called raffinose. And when raffinose gets into the colon, bacteria break down the raffinose. Anything, by the way, that ends in OSE, raffinose, sucrose, fructose, glucose, maltose, anything with OSE at the end of it means it's a type of sugar. So raffinose, when it gets into your bacteria, the bacteria break it down, and that can produce a lot of that gas and bloating. It's not bad for you. The gas varies from person to person. Type of beans also can cause problems. Broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts also contain raffinose. So... What do we do about it? I want you to eat these good, healthy foods, but you don't want to eat them because of the adverse effects. A couple of simple things we can do. Number one, you want to soak the beans overnight. Use dried beans, soak them overnight, throw the water away, and then cook the beans. That's going to remove some of the raffinose. Number two, and the easiest thing to do, is take Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes. Now, whenever I eat a cooked meal, I take Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes. If I'm eating... A meal that has a lot of raffinose in it, broccoli, uh, Brussels sprouts, uh, beans. I will also take, make sure I take digestive enzymes. And sometimes I may even take two. Like if I I love uh, split pea soup in the winter. I love lentil soups. Indian food many times has split peas and lentils in it. I'll just take two digestive enzymes with it. Most cases, the problem solved. So what's going to happen? As you start to change your diet, as you start to eat better, your body's going to develop new bacteria. And these new bacteria are going to help you digest your new food better. Because people say to me sometimes, well, Dr. Joe, I started taking, uh, uh, eating a plant-based diet or eating more fruits and vegetables, and I got a lot of bloating. That's okay. 
the body is transitioning from bacteria to digest bad foods like meats and dairy products into digesting good foods. So you have to build up that bacteria and digestive enzymes help break down the food so that the bacteria can do well. Also, when you're eating a plant-based diet, you're eating something called prebiotics. Probiotics are good bacteria, and you can take Dr. Joe's probiotics as well if you have a real serious issue, digestive enzymes and probiotics. I would take the probiotics first, wait maybe 20 minutes or a half hour on an empty stomach, and then take the food with the digestive enzymes, because digestive enzymes can digest the probiotics. But when you're eating a lot of fruits and vegetables, you're also eating prebiotics. And prebiotics feed the good bacteria in your colon. It's not food for you. It's food for the bacteria. So you will also then feed them and help them grow and make new bacteria babies and help colonate your colon uh, with good bacteria. So there's a transition period when you go from the standard American diet. What, is, what are the letters of that? S-A-D, right? The SAD diet, the standard American diet. When you go from the SAD diet into a healthy diet, there may be a transition period. Digestive enzymes and probiotics can solve that problem in most cases. So it's pretty simple. And once that bloating goes away, you're more inclined to eat more of those good foods. Now, there's something called a FODMAP. I don't know if you ever heard that, F-O-D-M-A-P. These are foods that are hard to digest, and they can cause gas and bloating. So FODMAP foods includes dairy, fructose. Uh, keep notes on what you eat. And if you're eating some of these foods, and just look up F-O-D-M-A-P. I don't want to give you a whole lecture on that. F-O-D-M-A-P. And these are just certain foods. A real simple thing to do is just write down how you feel after eating. Now, if you go to our website, drjoe.com, under patient forms, I think it's under clinics and then patient forms, you'll see something called a diet diary. This is a real cool tool that you can use. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is print it up and just write down what you're eating and then write down how you're feeling. And I use this for my patients with digestive problems, headaches, uh, pain flare-ups that you can't seem to find a problem for it, sleep disorder, sexual dysfunction. I ate this. This is how I felt. I ate this. This is how I felt. In many cases, you're able to diagnose yourself. So a uh, good example is artificial sweetener. So many people eat artificial sweetener every day and don't think about it. It's in about 6,000 products, especially most gum has artificial sweetener in it. So you're going to eat some artificial sweetener, and you're going to get a headache because number one, number one side effect of aspartame, for example, is headaches. And you can't figure out what headaches are coming from. They just pop up here and there. Then you start charting your food, and you say, oh, there it is. I had a diet soda. I got a headache. I had some uh, yogurt with artificial sweetener in it. I got a headache. Don't eat, nobody should eat artificial sweetener anyway, but sometimes it takes a little bit of work. But FODMAP, a FODMAP, it stands for different types of foods, uh, and it may be helpful to you. Another thing that can cause bloating, and uh, I'm, I'm guilty of this too, is eating too fast. Your stomach can swell up, and it starts to trap air, and that sometimes that air has to come out. It's got to go up or it's got to go down. And if it goes down, it can cause that bloating. So the more food you put in, the faster you eat, the harder it is for your body to break it down. Now, it can take as much as 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, for your brain, for your stomach to tell your brain that you're full. Now, this is a topic that I do when I do my weight loss, my, my weight loss workshops. And it's really the secret to weight loss is it takes 20 minutes to get the message from your stomach to your brain, sometimes 30 minutes, but usually 20. 
And so your stomach releases a hormone called leptin. Now, leptin is released. It goes into the blood system, goes up into the hypothalamus, which is part of your brain. And the hypothalamus says, okay, leptin's telling me that I'm full. I can stop eating. When I know I have a stomach issue is when I ate so much food that my stomach hurts, but I want to keep eating. Anybody do that aside from me? I bet you do. Now, you know how much. Your stomach is only the size of your fist. So you look at a plate of food, and the stomach is the size of your fist, and you're eating four times that, the stomach's going to blow up. Okay? The, brain is, the stomach is trying to produce this leptin, get it up to the brain. The brain says, okay, I'm full, but you ate that much food in 20 minutes. And so you didn't have a chance to get that message. And so now you feel bloated. And the food that's in your stomach isn't able to be broken down and digested properly. So carbohydrates, for example, break down pretty quickly. If you eat a piece of melon, if you ate melon on an empty stomach, in about 20 minutes, it's going to go from your stomach into your small intestine. It's out of your stomach. If you ate a steak, it can take up to six hours for that to break down because it's so hard to break down animal proteins to pass into your small intestine. And so let's assume I'm eating steak, potato, cantaloupe for dessert, maybe some ice cream. So we got simple carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates, heavy proteins, fats. So the cantaloupe wants to get out in about 20 minutes. The steak is going to sit there for six hours. Cantaloupe can't pass until the steak's ready. And so the carbohydrates, the sugar in the cantaloupe starts to ferment. You create a little still in your stomach. You create a, a, a booze manufacturer. And so it ferments, and it gives off a lot of gases. That's why if you ferment something, you know, it starts to bubble up and create gases. So that could be a problem, too, as you're mixing your foods. So if you're going to eat steak, which you shouldn't, by the way, of course, uh, but if you're going to eat steak, I wouldn't recommend eating it with a baked potato or dessert because the sugars are going to digest faster than the proteins. So my rule on melons is eat it alone or leave it alone. But if you're eating a plant-based diet and you're eating some melon, let's say, I don't know, with some, uh, I don't know, rice or something like that, it's probably not the end of the world. Because that's easier to break down than it is to take steak and break it down or animal proteins. So eat it alone or leave it alone with melons. But I think we should have the same rule for steak. So if you have a hot dog on a bun, not a good combination. The body, it it, it can't digest carbohydrates and proteins at the same speed. Plant-based proteins are a lot easier to break down than animal-based proteins. So that could be a reason why you're getting a lot of bloating. If you drink a lot of soda, if you drink beer, if you drink anything with bubbles in it, fizzy drinks, that can cause you to swell up and start to burp. Once again, if you have a lot of air in your stomach because you ate too fast, you swallowed air, you have bubbles, it's got to come up or down. And if it goes down into the small intestine, it causes a lot of that bloating. If you burp, it comes out your mouth, not that big a deal. So you got to start thinking about this. And food combining becomes a big issue. Years ago, I remember food combining was a hot topic. It's not so much anymore, but you just have to think about how hard it is to digest food. I mean, think for a second. You can take a little square hamburger on a white bun that might have some meat in it, might have soy in it, we don't really know, and you eat that. And somehow, through this miracle, your body breaks that down, breaks the proteins into amino acids. The amino acids are reassembled in the liver and then sent out to the body and creates eye tissue or hair or earwax or liver or spleen or gallbladder or blood. So your body is an amazing machine that it can take in so many toxic foods 
and still have you survive. Not thrive, but survive. And that's the difference. Thriving and surviving are two different things. I don't want to survive. I want to thrive. You've seen people 40, 50, 60 years old look terrible, sickly, and you've seen 80, 90-year-olds look great. The reason is they're doing the right things. Well, my grandmother smoked till the day she died. Yeah, but your grandmother also worked 9, 10 hours a day in the field. Your grandmother also ate organically grown raw fruits and vegetables. She didn't eat a lot of meat. She maybe, not, maybe she drank a little alcohol here and there. But her lifestyle was totally different when she was younger. She didn't have the internet. She didn't sit in at night and watch TV. So the lifestyle is a very different thing. Even a tobacco years ago was different than it is today. You know, sometimes they irradiate tobacco to make it grow bigger. There's radiation in cigarettes. Isn't that crazy? And so it's, it's a different world. Don't base yourself on grandma. Now, if grandma lived a long life, you have good genetics. Good for you. Don't blow it. You won the genetic lottery. Don't blow it. Take care of all that, 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 that gift you got, and you'll be amazed how much better you do. So cutting out the bubbly drinks, of course, is going to be a good idea because that's just putting air in your stomach, and that's going to cause it to blow up. The biggest reason I find people have bloating is they're not digesting their food properly. And the food can sit in their stomach too long, and again, it rots or ferments and gives off the gases. The easiest fix for this, and this is such an easy fix, folks, and I wish the whole world would, I wish I can get on national television all around the world and teach this one thing. Your stomach is supposed to sit below your diaphragm. Now, your diaphragm is a sheet of muscle that divides your body in half. And there's only two holes in the diaphragm that connect the upper part of the body and the lower part. One is called the lower esophageal sphincter. And that hole is where food passes from the stomach, from the esophagus into the stomach. And it opens when food gets down there. It closes normally when, you di- when the food is in the stomach. It digests food and you pass it on. What's happening, oh, the other hole, by the way, is for your blood vessels. The stomach can push up against the diaphragm. If the stomach is up against the diaphragm, the food it isn't being digested properly, so the food sits in the stomach too long and it rots, and that causes a lot of bloating. This is by far the number one reason people have bloating. And the simple fix, and this is the simplest fix in the world, folks, in most cases, my doctors and I can actually take your stomach and massage it or pull it down away from the diaphragm. And when we do that, now you start digesting your food better. So the burping, the gas, the bloating, the diarrhea, the constipation, cramping, a lot of that goes away because the problem is physical and you try to treat it chemically. What do I mean by that? You might take antacids. You might take acid reflux medications. The problem isn't you need more drugs or chemicals. The problem is your stomach is physically in the wrong place. And that's why the drugs don't work. I'm not against drugs. If they work, they're great. If they don't work, we got to figure out what else we can do. So if you have these digestive problems, you might want to come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love to be your doctors. We would love the opportunity to work with you. Now, we're not just going to check your stomach. We're going to check the nerve supply as well. The brain sends messages down your spine, out your nerves, to every cell in the body. So right now, the brain is sending a message to your stomach your heart, your lungs, your liver, your spleen, your thyroid, your prostate, your kidneys, your toenails. Everything has to be connected to the brain by way of a nerve. And we can interrupt that mess- those messages from chemically, from working chemically or physically. 
Now, physically, the bones of the spine can move out of place. And if the bones move out of place, they can pinch nerves. And when you pinch a nerve, it hurts. So most people go to their chiropractor because their back hurts. However, 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. So you can have a pinched nerve and not know it. So for example, you don't feel your kidneys, your spleen, your blood pressure, your thyroid, your liver. So my team of doctors are trained not only to test the nerves that feel pain, but we also check the nerves that don't feel pain. And the reason is if we take you on as a patient, I don't want to get you out of pain. I want to get you well. And so we've got to check those nerves as well. So many times with digestive issues, there's also pinched nerves involved. So we'll check that too. So how do you know you're a candidate for our treatment? If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, headaches, numbness, tingling, uh, muscle weakness, sciatica, uh, cold hands, cold feet, headaches, digestive issues, really anything, because everything's controlled by nerves, come see us and let's do an evaluation. If you have a condition that we think we can help, we'll tell you. If we don't think we can help you, we'll tell you that too. So there's no reason not to get it checked. So if you want to make an appointment, you can go to our website right now, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com, and you can book it right online. You can call us. The number's on the website, and we'll get you set up usually within 24 hours if we need to or whatever works best for you. Now, people ask me all the time, do you accept insurance? The answer is we accept all patients with or without insurance. We need to check your insurance policy to see what kind of coverage you have. So if you don't have good coverage, that's not our fault, okay? Go get a different insurance company. But here's the thing. The treatment in our office, chiropractic care, most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. So even if you have insurance, many times you have a $6,000 deductible and $100 copays or $50 copays. It's so inexpensive to be a patient with us that some people even say, you know what, why even bother using my insurance? It's going to cost me more money if I use my insurance than if I just pay out of pocket. So don't worry about the finances yet. Come see us and we'll work all that through. So drjoe.com, we'd love to have the opportunity to be your patients. To be your doctors, you need to be our patients. Uh, I talked earlier about digestive enzymes and probiotics. Those are on our website, drjoe.com. You can order them or pick them up in our offices. We'd be happy to save you some shipping costs. Other things that can cause us to be bloated. You got to be careful about the type of carbohydrates you eat. We talked about uh, raffinose, which is a sugar that's found in beans and in certain vegetables like broccoli and Brussels sprouts. And the raffinose, when it's broken down in your uh, colon with bacteria, causes gas to be released. So your body taps into fuel uh, more quickly than protein or fat. It uses carbohydrates as its fuel. Uh, those take longer to digest, uh, fats and, and proteins. After your body uses the carbs for energy, uh, it, st- it stores the rest. We talked about this many times. You eat sugar, your body utilizes it as fuel. If it can't utilize it, it takes it and stores it as something called glycogen. And then after glycogen, all the stores that we store glycogen is, are filled up. Then we convert it into triglycerides, which can then be stored as fat. But if you're storing glycogen, you're also retaining water. And then, of course, in the fat cells, it gets stored as fat. Both of those things, the fats and the, car- the, the, the storage... Uh, can make you uh, feel uh, bloated. It can help to avoid these simple carbohydrates. Simple carbohydrates are things like breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pasta, sugar. The complex carbohydrates like fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, uh, whole grains, they take a little longer to digest and they don't cause as much bloating. So you might be eating something like bread every day and just feeling fat. Well, 
The simple carbohydrates could cause the gas to be produced. But wheat is the number two food allergen. Dairy is the number one food allergen. Wheat's the number two food allergen. So if you're eating, let's say, a cheese sandwich or a piece of pizza, you got the number one and the number two food allergens going into your body. They can cause an allergic reaction, but the simple carbohydrates can cause the body to blow up with gas and cause a lot of bloating. So everyone should be avoiding wheat and dairy products. Be careful if you eat it because it can cause problems, and you'll notice it. Notice how you feel. All right, I just ate pizza, man. I feel tired. I feel fat. I feel bloated. Probably not the best food for you. Pizza also has cheese on it, and cheese is loaded with saturated fats. Saturated fats cause your red blood cells to clump together. And red blood cells clump together, they can't carry oxygen. If they can't carry oxygen, you get tired. And so a very simple experiment to do is one day for lunch, have a couple of slices of pizza, see how you feel a couple of hours later. Next day, have yourself a big salad, see how you feel. It's really a simple process, folks. This is not hard to figure out. Notice how you feel after you eat certain foods. And then if you don't feel good, don't eat those foods. It really becomes that easy. And all the technology I give you and all the breakdowns and the raffinose and the carbohydrates and the, the leptin and the ghrelin and goes into the hypothalamus, all that's a lot of psychobabble. All you have to do is say, if I eat this, I feel better. If I eat this, I feel worse. I promise you, if you avoid the seven deadly sins, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, and under that we put breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, and pastas, avoid them, and you'll feel better. No one in my 40 years since I've been working with patients has ever done that and regretted doing it. Imagine a 100% success rate in healthcare, unheard of. Well, I've never had a patient complain. You know, doc, I started eating more fruits and vegetables and taking supplements, and I feel great. No one's ever said, I feel worse. Now, initially, you might have a little bloating or gas. We talked about that 20 minutes ago because the body has to adapt to this new diet. But long term, it's the score. And you save a ton of money. You'll save money. You'll feel better. You'll probably live longer. You have a lot more energy. Your love life improves. Your home life improves. Your job improves. Your gas and bloating go starts to go away. No reason not to do this. Except one. There's one reason why people don't do the right things. And that's because the bad food tastes good. That's it. Only reason. You can get cheap good food. You can get cheap bad food. Uh, you can get convenient good food. You can get convenient bad food. So you just have to know how. And if you don't know what to eat, go to our website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com. Just type in the words, so what can I eat? Listen to a talk that I did on what you can eat. It's so simple. It's so easy. It's so ineffective. It's so inexpensive. There's no reason why you shouldn't be doing this. I don't understand it. I really don't. And when it comes to neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, chiropractic care, most effective, least expensive treatment. I can't make it any easier for you. I don't know what else to do except tell you what we need to do, and it's come see us. Again, if you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Uh, we'd love to be your doctors. We really would. Um, we do a chiropractic evaluation, nutrition uh, uh, adjustments. We have uh, therapies that we can use. Normally, the first visit is $712. For my listeners, we've reduced that to $299. 
exam, x-rays, consultation, first visit, going over the x-rays on your follow-up visit, and a complete nutrition evaluation. The x-rays alone are going to cost you more than that anywhere else. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be making an appointment right now, drjoe.com. Uh, book it, and we'd love to see you. If you have questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com. It's a little bot that pops up. We're happy to answer your questions. Please do this. Follow us on social media. We post every single day. We let you know we have podcasts. We let you know we have live events. We let you know we have giveaways. We give, we've given away concert tickets in the past. DrJoe.com, uh, social media, at Dr. Joe Esposito, all one word, at Dr. Joe Esposito. And that's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I think we're on LinkedIn. We're everywhere. So website again, DrJoe.com. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app.